Hey guys, welcome to the LBM Tea Party, a podcast where we talk general smack and review our audience-suggested cheapest, strongest, and tastiest beverages in our quest for the best. To have your drink of choice featured on the podcast, reach out to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Please enjoy. Today's episode, we've got myself, Caleb, Connor, and Lennon, and today's special guest is Curtin. Curtin, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, um, I'm Curtin, and I have OnlyFans. So, oh, very shit. cool. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> strong start. Yeah, I'm a live music photographer from um, Brisbane. Easily, it's very easily, cool. easily. Brisbane's best. Yeah, right yeah. Some, some might say. Um, <laughs> no, well, I, okay. Well, look, I'm going to introduce you a little bit more because Connor knows you really well. I know you from a business point of view. Um, Keller doesn't know you at all. Mm. Um, but I met you. I think it was June 2018, um, you were covering our Siski show. Oh, that was sick. That yeah. was sick. That was sick. That was so much fun. And that was, the first, time, that was the first time I interacted with you. So that was LBM's second show. Um, and then you, you actually did a couple of our shows. But, oh, my God, since then, out of nowhere, Curtin just fucking blew up. Mm. Um, tell us a couple of the celebrities you have covered. Um. It's hard to say because you know you there's there's kind of different ways that as a photographer you engage with the whole kind of industry. So you have kind of you're working for festivals and then you cover a whole you cover everyone that's at that festival. Um, but then you know working for artists individually, I've worked with um, Crooked Colors. I've toured with them and they're a great bunch of guys. Um, yeah. They're a lot of fun. I've worked with Hayden James quite a few times with um, Example from the UK, um, who now lives That's in so Brisbane. Sick. That's yeah. so sick. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's a funny fucker. Love that man. Um, <laughs> I've worked with the Veronicas. I've worked with... Who else? I, I've worked with Hans Zimmer. And I what? think that's... Oh, yeah, no. He's, wow. He's, that's, that's rad. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, what? so... That, that came out of nowhere for me and it was absolutely wild. He did his kind of, I guess you can call it a tour, but... um, Is that when he's doing his, like, live... Yeah, it was um, full orchestra, his yeah. whole whole kind of thing. Wow. Like... How'd you get... How'd you land that? I didn't. They hit me up. What? His management was like, yo, we know you're in Brisbane, you know, we know that you're a photographer, we we like your style, all that kind of stuff. Could you please shoot our show for us? What? That's so fucking cool, dude. And it was, it was wild. Like, Hans Zimmer, obviously. That's and you wanted the music yeah, industry. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's insane. That's massive. Um, and, yeah, it was one of those things, one of those moments where you're like, wow, like, this is well, unreal. Well, I was just going to say, like, how weird would it be, I guess, getting to that point where you're not, like, trying to source out the gigs anymore. Like, people are actually, like, hitting you up for work yeah it, it got to that point quite quickly like i can't i can't lie i've i've and then there's certain things that you know when when people hit me up for kind of advice as to how to get into the mm. into the industry I, I don't ever discount anyone i always mm. you know try and tell people what i know and what i can Curtis give them hot tips exactly that, <laughs> that's exactly number what it four. is <laughs> number four um it's I've been in the right place at the right time a few yeah. times and, and mm. that's just luck, I guess, you know. But also you gotta be out there, you gotta engage with people. We are in the entertainment industry, so you have to be in the entertainment industry. You have to yeah. go out. You even if you're not getting, you know, blind drunk or drinking at all, you have to yeah. be out there, you have to be in clubs, you have to talk to Get people, you have to be out there. You have to be yeah. a face that's recognizable in yeah. the scene. Yeah. And that will just kind of, you know, compound outwards and get you yeah okay well a like lot one, further. one person that i can't believe you haven't said yet and maybe you did and i'm kind of drunk um tyler the creator you took photos of him at which festival again was it wildlands wildlands, wildlands? that's fucking yeah. nuts that's so, yeah. that's jealous. so cute that's sick. his show was insane yeah his yeah it was one of those one of those shows where you kind of again you step back and you're like wow like this is they're pretty unreal yeah. it's unreal yeah. it, it is crazy that's that. fucking sick and then you know, I, you know, this has gone back very, very far, but I yeah. started, you know, I got my first camera when I was 12. I'm, I'm now 22, so it was about 10 years ago. And I kind of, I took photos of, you know, landscapes and I did all that kind of stuff. And I kind of really just went out every afternoon after school, 
took photos of sunsets down at Wellington Point or something like that. And that was kind of where I kind of learned my composition and all that mm. kind of stuff. Um, and then it kind of progressed into doing house parties, Hell um, yeah. local oh, okay. house parties yeah. with, um, yeah, HO squared and stuff. Right. So this was like, was that house parties, was that your start into like your launching into the success you've got today sort of thing? It, it sort of was. That's that's where it started. Like I, even at that point, I wasn't like, this is something I want to do. Okay, yeah, yeah. Even at that point, it was just something, you know. You just did it. I, I'd be to parties. Let's yeah. just take some photos for everyone mm. kind of thing. And then um, our good pal, Pat Makem, mm. shout out. Mm-hmm. One one night, it was 17th of October, 2017. Ooh. I remember the date because I put it Clear on my as, website. Yeah, yeah it, it's there. That was the day. And he was like, yo, like we did a party for HO Squared last weekend. Um, you seemed like a great dude. Um I work at Ohio and we have we don't have a photographer this weekend or this ah, Friday. So this is how you got enough. This is how it happened. This is how it happened. Nice. Yeah. Ah, here we go. So I think I've heard this story from the other side. Yeah. And so he he hit me up. He was like, Can you come in and shoot? I was like, Yes, sweet, I'll come through. Took photos. It was a Friday night. There was a local kind of band playing. Um and then afterwards I sent the photos out on the Saturday morning and the guy who was in charge at the time. He was like, yo, I loved your style. You know, I met you. Um, you've got a great energy about you, great kind of willingness to learn, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, well, not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not much. So then he was like, yeah, come back. Let's do it again. And that was a Saturday or a hello. And ever since then, until obviously we closed, rest in peace. All right. Um, Just doing it every weekend. We yeah, we did it every weekend, and that's wow. kind of where it How all began. Cool, yeah. yeah, that's Matt, and that's, that's that was like when I met you. That was sick. Yeah. And then um, and then we did a couple of warehouses together, and then you've just been doing fucking all these crazy, crazy opportunities. Like mm. you said before, like Hans Zimmer, all these festivals. It's nuts. Yeah, it it has been crazy. And, and you went overseas to China. Yeah, with went, Timmy Trumpet. Yeah, went with Timmy Trumpet to China in January. So I was the one who did introduce coronavirus to Australia. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Jeez, what was that like, traveling and introducing a virus? It was dope. I would recommend. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we... no. Nah, and what about traveling? In, <laughs> in all honesty, we did do a big loop around Wuhan. And this was like right at the start of the, the whole apocalypse. Oh, shit. Mm. So it was... You could have, you could have been patient zero. Who knows? I... I like to think I was. Yeah, nice. I never got mm. sick, but I like to think that I was the person that kind of brought it over, gave it to someone, and then I had too dope of an Im- immune system. Oh, yeah. And yeah. just kind of fucked it off. Is so, that why people search you out? They're like, oh, f- that's patient zero. Holy shit. So basically, it's all your fault. Yeah. 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 If if people need someone to blame, it's blame you. me. That's fine. Yeah, okay. I don't care. But legitimately, like, though, like what, what was traveling with Timmy Trump like? It was, it was like, obviously from my point, it was incredible. Like it was a whole new experience traveling internationally for a show, for a bunch of shows. It was five shows over seven days. Yeah. Um, God, that would have been tiring. It was, well, yeah, a little bit. Because going from like- But what, it's, was it's it that like, hype. Oh yeah, but what like mm. obviously were you guys traveling interstate? Like was it by like train, plane or like- No, it was a plane every day. Yeah. Fuck. It was two, two or three hours on the plane every day. Jesus. Which, I mean, I'll give you kind of the routine. So you go to a show and you leave the hotel that you're at mm. at about midnight. You get there at 1, the show starts at 1.30, you finish at 2.30, then you either kick on or you go home and you get a private transfer back to the hotel. Um, then, that is sick. That's yeah, so sick. You, you were riding in, you know, the hospitality in China is incredible. Like, it's incredible. Unreal, it's wild. Yeah. We were staying in, you know, six-star hotels. It was absolutely absurd. Um, you get back to the hotel like three in the morning or later, depending. Um, you're either throwing up or you're not. Mm, of course. There, there's, yeah, yeah. there's no in-between. Um, and then you wake up at 10 a.m., you have a shower, you pack up your shit, then you go to the airport, you fly to the next place, you get a transfer... And then you're back to the hotel at six for dinner or for some editing or for a nap or whatever you want to do. And then at midnight, you go to the next club. And wow. that's, that's the routine. What was your uh, what was your kick on to go home ratio? 
Um, knowing you, <laughs> oh, <it's, yeah. laughs> a lot of kick on, <laughs> a lot of kick on, not a lot of going home, rest time. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's so good. I think Make so. The there was five it. shows. I think it was four and one. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. But yeah, it's it's one of those things that again, me is, you know, I never expected to be doing this. I never expected to suddenly be touring internationally with an international artist mm. and Huge. um taking photos at these shows like the the shows were insane like it was a tuesday or wednesday night it was a tuesday and wednesday night but we were there and it was 3000 people in a club on a tuesday night it was absolutely rammed there was pyros there was it it's something Tuesday. we don't That's even fuck. know yeah. in Australia. Out of the front, there was the Lamborghinis, the Rolls Royces, the, you know, every kind of car imaginable. And obviously that's kind of part of the Chinese culture. Yeah. But at the same time, that's something. It's like out of a movie. It's out of a movie. Yeah. I had, I did not expect it at all. So it that's was, awesome. yeah, it was wild. Yeah. It was crazy. That's, that's so, so unreal. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So like, obviously, what, what would you say would be like the craziest experience either like for um taking photos or like working with a celebrity obviously not naming anyone or anything but like what, what is your like craziest or wildest experience like in the music scene so far with your photography how'd you go with skrillex wait what you took photos for skrillex <laughs> you would no yeah i did yeah what yeah okay so, okay i feel like this is a story what? no well no i no this was the after party of the met um after listening out 2019? Eight? No, 18. 18, 18. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 18, yeah. yeah. And that was the first time I, I ever that shot. That was more recent. That was 18. Oh, well, either way, either or. Yeah. It was 18. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was there, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he, he laid down one of the sets of the century. Like, I. What an absolute legend, you know? And I was taking photos for the Met. And then about 20 minutes in, Skrillex was like, okay, well, I want all the night lights off. Literally every light in the Met turned off. There was not a single light. Um, the videographer and I, Jacques, we were like, what are we going to do? Like, <laughs> we, we we can't do anything. And the guys who, you know, management at the Met, they were like, yeah, well, like, that's fair enough. There's no light, so you can't mm. do anything. Put your cameras down. And we just, I was standing over Skrillex's shoulder watching his whole set. Wow. For two and a half hours. It was wild. It was one of the- Oh, so they were off the whole time. Yep. Yeah. That's he unreal. wanted that house party vibe. He had about like 40 people up on stage Fucking in behind hell. him. It was packed. It felt like, you know, if this room had like 60 people in it and it was just like sardines just and stuff. Crammed. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. Unreal. And then he played for way too long. He played longer than he sh he was meant to. Didn't he come back out at like 4 a.m.? Yeah, he did. He did. For like 20 people? Yeah. yeah. There was like kind of 20, 30 people left absolutely sending it. <laughs> and, as you would yeah as, as you would and that. as you should yeah 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 he came back out he was like I want to play again and we were like what, really? do, you, what do you mean it was 4.30 in the morning <laughs> he came back out and there was 30 wow. people left that is sick yeah. that itch to scratch yeah and he just rinsed it for another half hour to an hour did he come out and he's like to those who are left here's your prize and then just dropped it all that was basically what it was <sighs> that's unreal that's yeah. so unreal so would you say that's one of your wildest that, that, stories? Well, that was the first time I ever shot at the Met. Mm. And like... Wait, really? What more of an introduction? That, what, yeah, sick. what a day one, yeah. Yeah, it was unreal. Um, yeah, and then the Hans Zimmer show, that was something special, obviously. I think he just being such a legend of the whole music industry, um, that was one of those moments. And then the other moment was... Probably Hayden James. Hayden James has been one of my favorite artists for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, Very fair. Yeah, and he, yeah, his album came out a year ago, maybe like five days ago. Like it was the anniversary. Incredible album mm. between us. And he hit me up when his show came to Brisbane. He was like, "Yo, like I've I've been following your work. I, you know, I love what you do. It'd be an honor to have you shoot at my show." That's cool. And I, I, yeah, that was that's was so like, nice to have. Oh like, my god, them like heat you up that's so mm. cool yeah it's it's something very special and because because you obviously look up to these people as musicians we all love music and um yeah you looked with you look up to them and then suddenly they kind of appreciate what you're doing they want you on board yeah um it's it's something 
Yeah. It's a cool I never acknowledgement. Expe- yeah. I never mm. expected it to happen. You know, it's something that's still kind of surreal. Mm. Um, Being hit up by someone you kind of like idolize a bit. Exactly. Yeah. And not that I ever wanted to produce music. Um, but, but like, damn, if there was but, an inspiration point or if yeah. there was someone to inspire it. Yeah. Hayden James. Hayden James. Oh, my God. 100%. What I'll, what I'll quickly do is I'll, I will quickly interject because I do have to – I want to bring up two things and then I do have a couple more questions for you. First of all, um, with our podcast, um, I forgot to mention before, but we do have this segment at the end called The Quest for the Best uh, where we drink the user-submitted uh, cheapest, shittiest, and strongest alcohol uh, that you have – you know, that comes to mind. Just imagine that you're like fr- fucking fresh 20, got like $5 in your pocket. What do you have? What are you going to make? What is your suggestion? So this is our fourth episode. So today we have homemade strawberry daiquiris. Mm. Not exactly the cheapest in my opinion. <laughs> Not exactly the shittiest either. Oh, oh dude, Spoilers. This, this is probably, yeah, it, it tastes pretty fucking good. <laughs> Tasty as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, oh, yeah. Um, So that's what we're doubting tonight. Um, and then also a bit of a, just a bit of a throwback to the last episode real quick as well. Holy fuck. Like, Davis Vodka Reloaded. How so, quick bad, recap. Yeah. How bad was your hangover? <sighs> I don't think I moved till Sunday. I honestly, like... <laughs> I that's, got, that's a lot for me. Sunday's a long time away. Yeah, I got home. Mm. I got home and I was just like, I was shaking. I was shaking trying to get to sleep and then I woke up. And I think, yeah, it took me like until about 6 or 7 p.m. to finally get rid of my headache. Yep. I felt horrible. That was probably the worst feeling. That was worse than the episode where we did fats. That was disgusting. That's bad. I don't think I was not nearly as damaged me. as you guys. Really? I um. How much did you have? I woke up rusty the next day. Yeah, I woke up rusty (laughs) the next day for sure. Mm. But I was by the afternoon, I was fine. So like, okay. So have you guys ever been drunk enough? Where, or like hungover enough? Maybe like, what what, what's your like worst? What's the worst condition that you've been in while being drunk? Like, i.e., maybe like you shit your pants or shit the bed. Like, have you guys ever done that before? I woke up on the wrong side of Brisbane once. What? Yep. Mm. I, like back when I was probably 18, 19, I woke up in Ashgrove somewhere. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> Classic. I just know I didn't. Classic Ashgrove. Fucking Ashgrove, right? I didn't have my phone, didn't have my wallet, didn't have my keys. That's scary. Okay, that was, no, it was I terrifying. Didn't. I walked around the corner and found it all, which was okay, but... Ah. So what are the odds like, of that? Wow. Well, there you so, go. I'm so confused. I'm, to, yeah. the, to this day, I'm still finding out what happened that night. There are some people that know, <laughs> and I am not one of them. Oh, You're right. Cool. It's not good. Lovely. Mm. Do you have, like, in your room, like, a spider web wall where you're, like, connecting dots or something of that story? Look, you can have a look for it, but I promise you won't find it. Okay. Oh, wow. Very hidden. Mm. Um, I still don't know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I myself... I'm only 22, so I've never really been really hung over anything. Still yet to hit that point. As it's far so as it's it next creeps year. Up, sorry, it creeps up in you. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've hit that point. I'm not keen for that. And I'm 22, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm not keen for that. I've I've woken up definitely in rough states of, oh, I could probably still go. It's still like last night sort of thing. It's yeah. like I never slept. And they were, they're always the nights where it's like. I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like you were feeling pretty rough after the Fats episode. That was pretty bad. You once pretty again, rough during the fat yeah, yeah. <laughs> but once again, not hungover after it. The so worst would probably have been Falls Festival. It was Ooh. a New Year's night this year, and uh, uh, twenty eighteen into nineteen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the one before that, whatever. Um, and it was the New Year's night, and super drunk, super whatever. Flume was playing that night. Oof. And um, I woke up the next day with such little memory. I woke up, went out to my mates, and I was like, "Fellas, I'm so keen to see Flume, see Flume well, tonight." Well, that and- was like that was like fucking curtain story before the podcast about how he's just like. Oh, uh, for the love. Yeah, that was just, I got FOMO for myself. Like the black, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the blackout thing. Like I could only live through yeah. the photos because I woke up that day. I was like, boys, I'm so keen to see Flume. And they're like, 
that was last night. That happened. You were there. And that's when it's like, oh, shit, I wish I remembered, but also I know I had fun. Yeah, exactly. So you, you know you had fun. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you look at your own story and you're like, shit. Fuck. Wow, I want to be there. Even though I was, but I still want to, like, go back and remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What oh, about, big time. What about the time that uh, Curtin got so drunk that he met God in the ocean? Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Well, I might have met God. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I don't remember, certainly. And this is the been, exact... It could have been a beach walker. I... Yeah, maybe. Some, oh, dude, dude, some dude in the Some towel. dude, like, fishing at 7am yeah, exactly. in the morning. He, like, wrapped himself in a towel and he's like, you're right, mate. You're like, oh, my God, is that? <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Fishing I, yeah. Jesus. This was, this was um, yeah, for the love and I don't remember any of it. What a shame. Nor do I remember swimming in the ocean fully clothed at 3 in the morning. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But it was great, mm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool, yeah. What does everyone else say about it? Um. Yep. Differing opinions. Okay. There we go. That's all we need to go. There's with. a lot of... Yeah, Mostly no, positive, I'd imagine. There's a few reviews. <laughs> mm, mm, um, oh. Most okay. are positive. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, They're like, no, yeah, you had a great time. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> they're like reassuring me. It should me. be left at that. Like, you had so much fun. Oh, okay, good. Oh, great. Thank God. Thank God. Mm. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. They were all like, yeah, no. You had a good time. Don't worry about it. Also, I'm, I'm just going to double check as well, just because this is our first time, hopefully, with these cameras. Also, thank you, Curtin, for supplying these cameras this uh, this episode. But, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, um, Pulled a sneaky on you. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but, but what time are we at with the cameras as well? Oh, mate, we're at seven <laughs> and a half minutes. Yeah. Wait, seven and a half minutes left. To go. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so you are tracking Stop it? stressing. Oh, that, that makes, that makes one, one of us. Yeah, let it relax. <laughs> I'm sorry, let, let me sort that shit out. Okay. All right, so <laughs> I, I didn't think I was going to tell the story, but I'm going to just say it anyway. Yeah, do it. So there's this one time I shit my pants, right? So <laughs> oh, Here we go. So All I'm right, like, cue the music. <laughs> so this is, okay, so I'm um, back... Back of my job uh, in the city, there's this place called Fat Louis. Uh, it's this pool bar, and it's just the, the grossest fucking place you can ever go. <laughs> Shit yourself at fats. <laughs> Surely not. Surely not, bro. Surely so. So it's like Boy. minus seven respect points. <laughs> I can't go out again. Damage to hit points. It's a, it's a, it's a two part story. It's a two part story. So basically, um, I hadn't been out for a while. We were playing pool and then like um, I had these red absinthe shots and we were just like getting like really fucked up. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, another one, another one, another one. Let's go. <laughs> and then like, I, I don't think at this point I'd been drunk for about three, four months. Um, and I was like, oh, man, this is fucking sick. I can just keep going. <laughs> and obviously when you're really drunk. Mm, you're invincible. You're always, you always have this like doubt, but you're like, oh, I can keep going. Mm. So basically, so I was just like, man, I really need to like go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden. So, so I went to the bathroom, <laughs> went to the bathroom, there's like no paper. And I was like, ah, oh, well, I guess I'll just hold then. I guess it's fine. <laughs> so I like got through the night, I got through the night. <laughs> As if you would. And then, and then, and then, and then I was just like, none the wiser. Obviously it happened like somewhere along the night. Yeah. Did so, you, it was like it would have been like so, a fart that you just followed through and didn't realize. I, or something. I have no recollection. Yeah. I have no recollection. I've recollection. No, yep. Yeah, I've had a lot of daiquiri boys. Um, <laughs> yep. <but>, YTB. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah. So have you guys got that fucked up before? No, I, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I didn't, it's like that's cool. I'm sure you had fun. I, I don't know if I want to get. I, there. I purely, I purely don't think that it's possible. Mm. <sighs> Man, that's that's brutal. That's so brutal. Yeah. So anyway, curtain. Uh... <laughs> and we'll just segue out of that one. Yeah, we'll we'll segue with a segue. Now, but what I was going to ask you before, though, because Ooh. I'm genuinely curious. So, I would say in under two years, you've gone from just a local valley nightclub photographer to yep. now just doing festivals. Um, you know, just fucking. Traveling the world, getting drunk in the ocean, um, you know, just doing whatever. The good shit. Yeah, the good mm. shit. Some might mm. say. Living so, like, your life. so, like, obviously, someone like you would have, 
you know, well, anyone would have goals to strive towards or things that you want to achieve or, you know, you might have a fuck it list where you want to tick off these goals or people you want to work with. So two-part question. One, who are some people you want to work with that you haven't already? And two, what would you, where do you see yourself in like, let's just say your classic five years. Mm. What do you want to be doing? Five years. Right. I'll answer the second one. It's probably like two questions. Yeah. So five years started. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start Mm. with the five years. In five years, I, okay. So at the start of this year, I, so I just spilt that on myself. Cute. That's That's hot. I love that. Every single, (laughs) fuck. Every every podcast. You're a mess. (laughs) I'm a fucking mess, Uh, dude. Love that. I'm going to shit myself tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, go on. Um, in five years, like, so at the start of this year, I was meant to drop. So I'm, I've actually, I've got a degree in architecture. Wait, legit? Yeah. Smart boy too. Shit, yeah. Bit of architecture on the mm, side. That's mm. it. It's not on the side. It's my main job at my fam, at my architecture firm. Nice. Um, and I've been working in architecture for five years now. So it's, that's kind of my nine to five and everything else has been on the side. And so this year um, was meant to be the year where I kind of could have swayed it and been like, let's do photography full-time, let's tour full-time. Or you can like do either or kind of thing. Either or, but I I wanted 2020 to be the year where I could take it full-time, photography that is. And obviously COVID came along and just shafted me. But to be fair with like your experience... And what you've done, I honestly think it hasn't set you back. I think it's just put it on hold, though. No, it it is on hold, but yeah. you know, it's just frustrating as it a, as a creative. 100%. I I'm because you were like right there every day. I'm frustrated. I'm like, I I want to go out and create. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want. I've got so many things that I want to do and want to create and want to make happen. Weren't you about that this close not- from moving? Yeah, so I was about ten days out from moving to Europe. Just a bee stick, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah 100%. So, that, so that's why you were saying, oh, I'm like, hey, dude, do you want to do some like photography for our events? And you're like, oh, I might not be around, dude. <laughs> <laughs> might not be here. And that was, that was it. So it was that close. And then obviously COVID happened because um, of me, apparently. Yeah. And it's your fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 100%. God damn it. And mm. that kind of, it's put a hold on things. It's also like, don't get me wrong. It's it's been kind of a little bit of a blessing in disguise. I've I've been wor- working way too hard for f- five years. I've been doing a full time job next to overtime, next to full time study, next to photography mm. for five years, and it's it's not been healthy. That's full on. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um. I survive on four to five hours sleep a night. Both That's bad. what I do. No. Um. Well. No, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. No, fuck I, that. <laughs> a communal fuck that yeah um and and that, that's what it's been so it's been a, a kind of a little bit of a you know a, gr- a good break to have but at the same time this was meant to be the year where i was like charged up i was like yeah let's do it we're gonna make it i've got so many plans and so many things lined up and they all fell through which is disappointing but at the same time i know that as you said it, it's on hold yeah mm. all those things mm. are still gonna happen hopefully um, just at the end. Just whenever we can all chill out and stop giving each other COVID. Whenever Miss Rona fucks off, eh? Yeah. Mm. I mean, to be fair, though, so one thing I've been thinking about is that we're really lucky to be in Australia because we're oh, like... So lucky. Holy we're, we shit, We are dude. doing well. We're doing so Big fucking time. well. And everything is opening up way ahead of schedule in my mm-hmm. from what I've mm-hmm. seen anyway. Um, and, like, you know, like we've started going to the gym and holy fuck, we are weak. I heard about this. You guys are doing a gym challenge of some sort. Oh, d- oh did you this tell us about true. it? Yeah, this go is on, true. Oh, oh shit. Perfect segue. Spill the beans. So basically, like, I was just like, you know what? I want to lose some of that Rona fat. Um, Same. And mm. I'm like, you know, I'm not really motivated. I can't be fucked. <laughs> um, and, you know, I used to be like, I feel like I used to be like right into gym and fitness and all that shit. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, you know, 16th of June, I'm going to give us two months. Um, by any means, however you guys want to do it, I don't care. But out of the three of us, we all put 100 bucks in basically. And whoever loses the most weight by August 16th, August, so two yeah. months, they win 
the total money. The money. Yeah. yeah. So basically, two hundred bucks. Yeah, two hundred bucks. Two losers pays the winner hundred bucks each. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you reckon's gonna win? I don't know. See, here's the thing. So it's like. You and I have the advantage. We live in the valley. We all have got... different advantages. Yeah, though. yeah. So mm. like we like we live right next to a gym. We can uh-huh. just go whenever, uh-huh. right? And I'm like showing you the ropes a little bit, but I feel like you and I we'd struggle with diet because we're just like, oh KFC, this is mm. sick. Yeah, <laughs> oh, ice KFC. Break. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Oh, yeah, the third benefit. ice break. Can can we give a shout out to KFC? Yeah. Let's let's do a quick shout out to KFC. KFC. Also, yeah. Shout Love out, that. please sponsor our podcast one day. <laughs> please, R- thanks, Colonel. R.I.P. Fortitude Valley give, KFC. Give, give us some chicken tenders. Yeah. Actually, side note, Connor, what's the sauce recipe you mentioned today? The, with the super fucking whatever with the sweet and sour. So you get the supercharged, <laughs> you get the soup, the sweet and sour. <laughs> you dip your nugget in the supercharged first, and then you dip it in the sweet. Is this and a sour. euphemism? Oh. All right, yeah, no. Colonel, just oh, reach wow. out to Connor for a uh, <laughs> nice sponsor. You got him just there. I reckon we can make it happen one day if we try hard enough. Every single episode. We'll ask KFC, please sponsor us. <laughs> one day it's going to happen. One day they're going to send us a fucking box. Please it's sponsor us. Right. It's all I want pathetic. is a family box. Yeah. That's all I want. I don't even want money. I just want to say that KFC has sponsored us and given us a box. Oh, a buffet per podcast. Fuck oath, dude. <laughs> fucking get lit for the quest for the best while eating our delicious secret herbs, 11 spices uh, chicken from KFC. Yep. Which camera am I looking at? Wow, um, wonderful. Yeah, thank so you. So good. But you've got the advantage of living with two health nuts. Mm. Who? Yeah, I think oh, I am. Yeah, yeah. So I live with my partner and her younger brother, and they're both right into their fitness. So diet-wise, I'm A-OK. We have like a sort of home gym set up. Yeah, but so, like basically like he mm. fucking nearly plays like pro AFL, and then she basically runs a marathon a day. So like you're like sweet. They're going to, like, show you the ropes so I'm quickly. I'm thinking, yeah, so plus, here's hoping fuck, I win 200. Plus, you are the tightest cunt I have ever met, and you're, you can, honestly... <laughs> that couldn't have been honestly. phrased poorer, because <laughs> no, that's, no. like, two things. No. <laughs> God damn it. God fucking damn it. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, my fucking headset came off then. Um, nah, but, like... <laughs> God damn you're, it, You're just like... I don't want to part with $100. That's too much. Yeah, there's a big incentive for me. I don't want to give either of these two a dollar. Nah. So I'm I'm, I'm keen to get in there and shred that shit just to say I don't have to pay you shit. So my benefit is that I am currently the lightest. Your benefit is you are the tightest and you know what you're doing. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm technically the heaviest, but I think out of the three of us, I'm the tallest. So we got know-it-all, tight and light. Tight and light. That's you're gonna win. Ding ding ding. <laughs> Fight my, my money. <laughs> Heck Fuck. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I guess two months down the line, you'll hear the results of this, but should be fun seeing how we go. Mike, you've update updates. Might see how we go. Yeah. I don't but, know how well we're gonna go with the whole quest for the best thing. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna be smashing all this alcohol. No, no, no. I'm I, got, sure. I, got, I got Coke Zero. We're good. Oh, we're sweet then. <laughs> yeah, is this no, brilliant? Is this sugar-free fucked up? Because uh, I can't do that. <laughs> so do you have? Cheers any to the yeah, full yeah, sugar, sugar beer, bro. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Do Enjoy you have... your fucking bread. That's okay. I'll still win. It's fine. Um, but do you have any? Do you have any post-COVID goals? I guess whether it's work. Body, whatever. What's your post COVID? I think post COVID. I think the world's going to change for good, mm. which mm. is which is something there's a lot there's a lot of debate about it and all that kind yeah. of shit. I think um, post COVID, it's going to be a different world. You know, people are going to respond to everyday situations in a different way, and I think yeah. you know when it comes to entertainment there's going to be a different set of rules, even if it's yeah. minor. I think it's going to, it has to change in some kind of way. Yeah. yeah. I think there's an opportunity for some awesome change. Exactly. Whether it happens or not. Exactly. No one can tell. Mm. And so, for, I mean, for me, the goal is always and has always been to travel internationally. And that's kind of what I want mm. to do. And, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of the peak. Um, but I, I, I can't really tell you, I can't really be like, this is who I want to work with. This is who, you know, I 
strive to work alongside. This is where I want to be. QCon just seems like it happens when it happens. It, it, it does. And I think when you when you have that attitude where you're not focused on one particular... particular I think that's when all the opportunities come up. Exactly. I especially think with you... Based on like, you know, like I've known you what, like nearly two years now? Yeah, two, and three like, years. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like I think for you it's it's the perfect example of when luck um where it's just like opportunity means preparation where it's like you've got all this skill, you've got all this experience and all of a sudden like, you know, with all this history of like, you know, club photography, event photography, all these people are just, they're now seeking you out. You're like mm. this hot commodity in Brisbane. Yeah, 100%. I feel like they'll be shaking it up in like the photography scene, you know? It is a bit like that. And and, and that's the thing. I, I've, I never kind of set out to be like, I want to work with this person and I want to do this and I want to do that. Every, every time something's happened, it's been, you know, almost a surprise and something kind of unexpected for me. <laughs> Gotta get the cheers in. I thought you were double parking for a second, Connor. <laughs> what is that? that? Is that just straight Coke? Is Coke zero curtain? He's trying to lose some oh, weight. Oh, he's trying to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> Coke zero sugar. Thank you. Sorry. With a little something in there, I believe. Yeah, there's a little bit of special. Uh, special what? She's got some vodka in there. Nice. <laughs> a little bit of vodka. Yeah. Sorry, um, just a crumb. You were saying? Yeah. Um, I, I think it's in an entertainment. In an industry that's as versatile and as ever moving as this, I think yeah. it's bad to set a goal that's very specific. Mm. As in, you know, the goal kind of I want to work with this person or I yeah. want to you're do this. You're fixed on something. Yeah. yeah. If you're fixed on something and you don't get it, everything else will crumble and yeah. you'll kind of just be deflated and sad. Yeah. And I've I've never I've set goals and you know a goal was to tour and then a goal was to tour internationally and those kind of things have happened. It's growing but, and growing. But I I have been very fortunate to have those things happen with people that I look up to from musicians. Yeah. So people that I like listening to and I've listened to for a long time. But I don't think that should be the goal. As a creative, you want to you're always working for someone else. You're always in the background. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. that's that's a key thing to really understand is you're you're not the center of attention. Yeah. yeah. And you never will be. And once you're okay with that. You can go, okay, sick. I have a job to do and it is to make that person right there or that band right there mm. or whoever it is. My job is to make them look as good as possible. Because it's very like you let your work speak for itself sort of exactly. thing. Exactly. It's it's not and you. And that's it to a T. Obviously, for the people that are next to you, which is the band, the managers, the staff, that kind of stuff, mm. it is who you are as a person. That's a whole other thing. But as far as your work goes... It's not, well, it is, it, it's your work that defines who you are. Mm. And so if you, if you can produce work that people love and people talk to and relate with, that's a great thing. And that's kind of your goal. It doesn't matter who's in front of you, who the subject is. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be able to represent and convey a moment mm. for a certain person. And it doesn't matter who that person is. You go out there, you do it, you get the job done. And your job and your kind of, you know, your aspirations should be very much open to working who with whoever you can. Yeah, because I can foresee that, like, some people could fall in the trap of, I want to work for this individual. If I don't, I'll be upset. They don't Just get it. They become upset. Again. Exactly. They become disorientated and they don't want to keep doing it sort of thing. But, like, like you said, people have approached you and because you're, like, you have a goal, but it's more a general goal of like, I want a tour, for example. People have approached you like, do you want a tour? And you're like, perfect. That's it there. Yeah. If you're too specific, you're not going to hit those checkpoints or yeah, definitely no, not as a, easy. It's a hugely competitive industry. Yeah. Like, uh, there's so many people that want to do what I do and I respect that and I have a great kind of, yeah, respect for what I do and what I've been able to do and I consider myself very blessed to be able to do those things. But as, as, as you said... There's no point in kind of getting too specific about those goals. Yeah. When you, when you're starting out, especially mm. if you're like, I, I just want to work with this person, that's it, because the chances of you doing that are pretty low. Mm. Um, realistically, as much as I hate to say it, they're pretty low. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of people vying for that exact same kind of position. Mm. So, if you're 
more broad about what you want to do. And I want to create content for someone, no matter who it is, I want to create the best content I can for whoever it is that wants me on board. You're going to have a great time because if they want you there, you're going to feel better about yourself. Mm. You're going to want to try a lot harder Mm. and that will make the content that you produce a lot better. Yeah, that would benefit you massively if like, if you don't care who it is, it could be someone just starting out or someone who's already famous, you putting in your best effort sort of thing. People are drawn to that and that's why they're going to, oh, I want you. I see you just put in the work sort 100%, of thing. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. It is It is about putting in 100% or 120%, if you will, every mm. time. Mm. You know, trying to improve yourself, trying to- Above and beyond. Trying to figure out, you know, what I did last time, what can I do this time that's a bit better than that. And that- as, as a creative, that's kind of what you should be looking to do anyway. It doesn't, doesn't matter who you're working with. It mm. matters about your creative vision and yeah. direction. And the whole creative um, scene is like the whole point is there, should no, there shouldn't be a cap. Like you should always be looking for what's the next. You can be working with the biggest artist in the world. Like it, it doesn't matter who you're working mm. with. You should always need and want to be looking to improve. Mm. Like be happy with it, but look for what you can improve on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, I've learned this through architecture as well. Mm. It's all a big learning process. It's a big learning process, but design is never finished. Mm. You know, Mm. um, creativity is never finished. You could work. I'm going to jump into architecture for a second. You can work on the same building for the rest of your life for the next 70 years. And you could keep changing and refining and, you know, looking at this and this could be better and this could be this way and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it could never be finished. What I find interesting is like the whole concept of like, obviously you can definitely see that growth where, you know, you will work on a project, you'll finish that project. And then like, let's just say like a couple of years, couple of months, whenever you'll look back on that and be like, God, I would do that completely yeah. differently. Yep. Mm. That was like so shit compared to like what I know now. It's crazy how much you, you don't realize how much you grow and learn and absorb um, externally, just like over the course of time and being in just certain environments as well. I found that very um, predominant as a DJ. Uh, so yeah. like I did your show at 2018 hmm. and I, w- I listened back to it the other day and I would not do that again. <laughs> yeah. I would not play what I played. But that's Absolutely. a good sign. But that's a great sign. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly, exactly what you need hmm. as a creative, as someone in the creative field. DJs are in the creative field. You yeah. are catering to a crowd. You are you know, putting together a set, not not for yourself. And, and I think that's that's a key <laughs> thing for the Kinda? whole. Sorry to interject, Ooh, but like here we go. the Your Shot thing is meant to be play what you want to play. Yes. Like that that's their thing. But like once you've grown a bit, it's like, it's not how this works. No, no. Not always, not completely. You have, Sometimes you have to play to the club's requirement. I think LJ said that last time. Yeah, yeah, but you also, yeah, but you, like need, you gotta, need to know your crowd. You need to know your crowd a bit. Like if Just you're going to ask to play at like a venue like the Met, which is predominantly like what what kind of music, what genre would you say? Met music. It's bass. Bass? Yeah. So yeah. let's just say bass. You wouldn't just go in there and just, I don't know, fucking play rhythm or whatever. You know what I mean? No, 100% you wouldn't. I mean, they do, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah, yeah okay. you shouldn't. They, they might have some what some UK based nights or some shit like yeah. that. Or no, if they have a theme night, off. you you yeah. you kind of align to that theme. And I've I listened to last week's mm. podcast. Like LJ explains this very well. Mm. Yes. she talks about it very very well. So if anyone's interested, go listen to that. Oh, but, thanks, man. Shameless plug. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's the same in every creative field. Once you understand that. At a certain point, you're not okay. This is this is hard because for musicians, it might actually be the case where you are. You should be working for yourself. You should be doing what you love, and then people will get around that, and you'll have a certain audience, and that's great. Yeah, but, I think this fits into the question that I was really drunk and couldn't articulate last <laughs> episode because basically I was trying to be like, do you find it difficult to play like what you want to play as opposed to what the audience or the club wants you to play? You know what I mean? Is that what you were getting at? Sort of. From a, from a photography sense and videography, I guess, it's just the whole kind of capturing media kind mm-hmm. of side. I I have my certain style and people will 
book me because they like that style. That's yeah. that's true. But then also you have to look at, you have to do your research. You have to look at, you mm. know, what mm. they've posted in the past, what their kind of actual show is like yeah. and yeah. Um, who their audience is. And you have to tailor content to that certain kind of specification. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, I was just going to say just with like what you do, like I think, I guess with like visual art, uh, whether it's like video or photography, like I think it's easier for people to just identify like, oh, this is the style that this person does. I like that. Cool. I'm just going to, let's just go with that. Let's hire this person because that's their physical style. Like we can identify that immediately. Whereas when it comes to a DJ, when it comes to their style, they have to do their research. They have to listen to them a heap. So rather than actually being like, oh, okay, like this is what they do. They just hear from word of mouth or they just assume this is the kind of music that they play. So they're going to book this person yeah. and hope that they fit in that keyhole just like into what kind of music that they want for their show. So I feel like um, with DJs and performers, like like when it comes to music, they have to actually kind of fit into that genre of what that either festival or event or whatever it is. That is, is. Does that make sense? Mm. It's, yeah. it's two different well, things guess, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess the common denominator between it all is like, to really like condense it down, there's like that meme where it's like, oh, when you look at look back at old messages and they make you cringe of yourself, oh, sort of thing. It's like that's a good day. thing because that shows you've changed and you've learned from that cringe. So the same thing with anything creative. You look back and you're like, oh, created this building, did this photography, did this music or anything like that. Way back then, oh, I'd never do that again. I've learned so much from them. That's good. You want that. Yeah, that's yeah. what if, you want. If you stick on that yeah. one thing, you're not going to learn that you fucked up at that point and change from that. You're going to yeah. stick on that sort of thing. You need to do like quantity and learn from those things. Yeah. Absolutely. There is there is a certain amount of progression that you need to have and you you want you should strive to have, you know. Mm. You should never you should never strive to be happy with what you've got and this is what I produce and that's it. That's what you get. Um, you should always strive to produce something better than the last time you took photos, mm, the last definitely. time you DJed, or mm. the last time whatever you did. Um, in a creative sense, it, it's it's a continuous learning process, hundred percent of the time. And I think that's something that you know I I learned probably in the last year. Mm. It's it's been very much every show I've gone to, I've wanted. And, and that's kind of been my hunger to kind of go out there and do something better than I've ever done before. Mm. And if you can do that and if you can, you know, improve yourself every single time, no matter where it is, whether it's being a DJ or whether it's, you know, obviously being a DJ and maybe having a residency can get kind of repetitive at some times because you're in the same club, you have similar faces out there, and it's you already know what they're it, into. It, it, you and know you what they're into. Fall into yeah, like yeah. a bit of a hundred percent. It it kind of feels like it's rinse and a repeat. Playlist. Yeah, really. yeah. It it shouldn't be that. And I encourage anyone who is listening who wants to kind of improve themselves in anything creatively. The the difference between the creative industries and a lot of other things is there's no answer. Mm. There is no one answer that's true. Yeah. It's not a yeah. two plus one equals three that doesn't exist you can keep working and keep manipulating and keep changing your product and making it better and better and better and suited to whoever need it needs to be suited to mm. um yeah i mean it, it it's a hard one because there's there's no answer you no 100 kind of- i used to get that same sort of vibe as a lighting tech like back when we were both working at um oh hello in brisbane um like every week r.i.p r.i.p yeah r.i.p Every week it'd try to be something different, something new. And it's just something small. Like maybe I've changed a couple of balls on the roof to not be a color or to do a different effect every other time. Or we when we added those lights on the back, that huge intro. Those when the strip lights? Uh, both the strip lights and just the uprights because the uprights were the initial and they were kind of cool. But then when we did the strip lights and then we introduced it with... Um, I came my pants. Yeah, all of the lights. I got Pat to drop it explicitly. Mm. It's all good. And shit mine, so it's all good. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we had we had Pat like bring that in. Um, we took everything to black, and then like I don't know if you remember this, but I explicitly do. I do. Yeah, I do. So we, as soon as it started to like break down a bit, we had 
just those backlights start twinkling up and on the wall. And, like, you could see the whole venue from that point with nothing else, just, like, this big fucking wall of light coming out at them. And that was something that we learned to do. Exactly. Like it was a, a learning curve. You, there was a progression of... That's where that was going. Yeah. Sorry. It wasn't clear. It was just me <laughs> rambling a bit. Yeah, we were just both vibing to just Oholo memories. <laughs> just, oh, that I was remember, so like, cool. I, I think remember, that was Steve's idea, though, and we just ran with it, but we introduced it in that kind of cool way. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I remember, like, when we first met, this is how I got into the whole event thing, I was doing photography at Oholo as well. And yeah, uh, yeah, boy, yeah. And um, I did photography for Scotty for a bit, and um, I was so drunk because I was just like mooching off of all those free poker red balls. Sounds about right. Yeah, been there, done <laughs> that. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I was just like, I went, I went into the booth where Connor was because he's doing the light and sound and all that shit, and I was just like, dude. Can you like give me something to work with? Can you do this? Oh no, nah, this was me on a weekly basis. Yeah, and fucking, yeah. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We had hang things on. for yeah. this. Nah, we had I actual to, sign language. I remember really? this because I was trying to tell you, bro. Just like do this <coughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. Like swing your hand around, and I'll just do that. Yeah, we, you literally turned around me, you looked at me like I was retarded or something. You're like, <laughs> I fucking got this. And then you basically just like fucking press some buttons and it looked fucking sick. <laughs> we had we had proper Learning sign language from. for certain like lights yeah. turning on and stuff. So I'd be behind the DJ um, on stage taking photos and Connor would be at the back of the room and I'd kind of put up like a fist or I'd wave like my hand or it was a whole bunch of shit yep. and he would know exactly what to do. And it just... Oh, that's rad. That, that yeah, was the kind of partnership. Cool. Like, to be honest, I kind of... Mi- I, I really do miss that level of, you know, being not in a team. Camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's yeah. not relationship. Kind of like, Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I was actually going to... fuck myself. I was literally going to use the word intimacy with, like, the venue. You could say the that. Yeah. No, 100%. I was going to say that. 100%. Yeah, Once you like, work in a place long enough with the same people... Yeah. Mm. Good one. Collaboration. Good one. Good one. I'm all it's, about my buzzwords at the moment. It's, yeah. it's that kind of... I, I do miss that. Honestly, like I remember like pretty much like one of my favorite shows, probably my, my two favorite shows that I've done was my two first ones, where it was like the Warehouse show. Mm. But then it was the Siski show that yeah. we did. I remember that, like that was such an amazing experience where I was like, I was working with you, I was working with you, and then you were like showing me all these shots. And I was like, holy fuck. I'm like <laughs> jizzing myself basically. These shots are amazing. And then like... The work that you were doing, like with the lights, and it, it was kind of like we all knew exactly the the image that we were looking for with that show and the vibe mm. that we were going for. I hate using the word vibe, but like it was it was a vibe. And this is if if I can take it back, like this is something that when you're touring with an artist, or when you're tu- yeah, when you're touring with an artist, that's kind of the feeling, the kind of feeling mm. and the thrill that you get because. Everyone knows exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Everyone knows their like job. You're operating, you're operating as one. As you know, on the first night, say with Timmy um, in China, it was a bit scratchy, and then we sort of very much, very quickly learned to understand each other, and yeah, then we, we're okay. in a rhythm, and everything just starts to click. You know, mm. and that's that's kind of part of the thrill of touring is that once you do this the same show with the same people, you start a you you read the people you read who you work for excuse me um so the cameras again or no um no this is someone else oh popular Ooh. um it's Hayden James oh, for fuck's sake so is with like is there some sort of appeal with like obviously curtain you've had li- you've been in a part of these large scale events yeah but you guys were were referring to like on a smaller scale, is there some appeal that you can't get in large-scale events of being able to, I guess, communicate like that or really cultivate your own atmosphere or this specific effect that you want to happen? 100%. And, yeah, yeah. I, I 100%, I think that is a thing because as, as we were talking about before, hello, like we were the same core crew for probably two, two and a half years. Yep. And that... You know, you're you're together every Friday, every Saturday without mm, sometimes fail. Sunday, sometimes Sunday morning, yeah, <laughs> Monday morning. Who mm-hmm. knows what it is? Yeah, let's not talk about <laughs> but, that. One. But you're 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 doing the exa- 
not the exact same thing, but you're working on creating a product as a whole for two and a half years and you get to learn each other's in and outs. I know what he's doing. He knows what I'm doing. He sees what I'm doing. It's just that much easier and easier. And and it's just that kind of rhythm that you get. And that's something that I do miss. Um, And I kind Mm. of, you know, once Oholo closed down, I, I kind of went, I don't see myself having this kind of, let's say, relationship with any other bunch of people at this point. So yeah. I, I, I didn't step into that kind of residency club work yeah. anywhere else. But I'm sure you would have had surely offers. I had offers, yeah. yeah. I had offers and I, I said kind of I don't don't think I can get that exact same thing again because, yeah. you know, I, I did get lucky. And at, at some point I have to admit I got lucky. I got pulled into Oholo at a great time. We had a great time as a team. Yes. And that was that. That's something I wanted to kind of cherish and not, damage by going into you know chasing that feeling as yeah. such with like another um, venue yeah 100 yeah. yeah so th- yeah. it's definitely a thing where you kind of don't want to you know you kind of learn each other's ins and outs mm. yeah and and that makes life easier but also it helps everyone improve yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah well speaking of chasing that feeling in other venues i think it's time to review our alcohol for the quest for the best this fortnight cue intro now it's time for the lbm tea party quest for the best so here is our graph for the quest for the best curtain i'm going to pass this oh, over to you, thank you. and thank i'm also you. going to pass this whiteboard marker over to you Brilliant. as well right. so Alrighty. the way the quest for the best works is uh, actually no caleb i'll get you to explain the rules if that's okay all righty so the way the quest for the best works <laughs> is Every time we record, we select a drink that has been fan-selected this week. Obviously, we have strawberry daiquiris. Oh, wow. Get into that Ooh, in a moment. Ooh, good And shit. basically, Fucking we're going to go around the group here, and we're going to assess the taste, the value, and what we like to call the muntness. Yeah. For oh, those who don't realize how <laughs> fucked up you get. That's what that- it was. It's out of if- 10. And just to make it easier, let's just try and stick to whole numbers, if that's okay. Please. Yeah. We'll yeah. try our best, but all right. So, so what are we to get this with? kicked off, we are going to start with the value. Lennon, we'll start with you and then move on to Curtin and so forth. Okay, so it's not the cheapest. Our most expensive so far was the Cocoa Pops and Absinthe. Mm. This is about, I think, what? To make the whole batch, it makes a lot. It like, makes a lot. It, we it actually did. Yeah. It makes a lot. Get so, turned. Yeah. So, a little bit. It was pretty good. I'd say value, I'd say it's, I, I think it's about halfway. I'd say it's about five. Five? five. Okay. That, that's my value. Curtain yeah, on to no, yourself. I, I see that. I think, you know, I obviously didn't buy the product, but um, compared to what I would usually drink, it, it does, yeah, rate. I think in total yeah, it was like 55, well, 60 it was, bucks. It was 40 for the white rum. Actually, that's a good point. How much did it cost? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here blindly judging Alrighty, this on so, price. So I'd love to hear Curtin's muntness, but so, <laughs> oh, no, I got to. I got to. Yeah, no, you have to comment how you just rolled with that for like you're like no, I'll assess it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, let's yeah, just I'll say. So let's just say, like, you, if you don't have a blender, you have to get a blender. We had a blender, but it was about 55, 60 bucks. Minus the blender cost. Yeah. Minus, oh, yeah. yeah no. minus blender. So 55, 60 bucks in total. Right. Between them, okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with six. Six. All right. Yeah. Connor, on to you. I didn't pay for it. This is a 10. No, That's come the, on. No. Nah. Based on the value. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is this is a bit of a hard one because like we haven't had much. We're pretty pretty well done. Yeah. Let's, it sneaks up on you. It, it sneaks up the, on you. Definitely not medium rare. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Let's give it a seven. Wait. So seven All for right. cost. Five, six, seven. Seven for value. Four for cost. Yeah, so yeah. value costs no, the same. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. If if we're going, so just just, just remember, just remember, fans was an eight for cost. I well, changed my response to a three. 
Okay, so you're this a three. This is awful. Connor's all over the fucking shop. All right, so we've got, we got a five, we've got a six, we've got a three. No, I'm what staying with six. Yeah. Six. Yeah, all right. Um, so I, I'm oh, going to go with six. F- that's that's an easy six Wait, for me. Wait, hang on. Was the You said 55 to $60. Yeah. Does that include the strawberries? Yeah, everything. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. Yeah. Six. No, I'm going to go with six as well. I'm pretty so, stoked on that. So we've got a five, six, three, six. So we're, on average, we've got a five. All right. For, five. Yeah, so that's for cost. So we can do. satisfied yeah, a yeah. five for value. Yeah. Moving on, we're going to do, let's do taste. Yep. Lennon, same rotation. Oh, dude, that's a nine. It tastes so fucking good. So fucking good. Yeah. yeah. And it's nine, like, the thing bang. is, like, the first batch that I made, it was kind of fucked because it put way too much, like, sugar, uh, lemon Well, we had in lemon it. instead of lime. Did you put sugar in this? Yeah, there's like, um, sugar syrup. You sugar fuckers syrup. are meant to be losing weight. Yeah, but we did oh, it for you, bro. Oh, I didn't think it was for you. It's just Thank for you. you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. No, um, it's for the taste. Honestly, like, the second batch that we made, because we're making it by eye. Oh, my God. It's like... It's, it's still of, in there. It's, it's of, inside <laughs> me. It's, it's kind of coming up, boys. <laughs> Which way is it going to come out? Incoming. Um, no, so basically, like... Yeah, easy. That was a nine. Mm. That was All a nine right. for me. Cause that tastes yeah, so I'd good. back that. It's not the best drink I've ever had, but it is very close. It's, good. Like, it's so tasty. You can't fault. Keep in mind, we the, made the this sweetness, at home. the alcohol. This was made in. We eyeballed this. At some home. kind yeah, of. This is like five dollar eyeball. Yeah, or okay. whatever. Connor. Nine. I reckon taste nine. 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 Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go a nine too. It's hard. Yeah, the it's hard to, that's it's so easy. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to, nine. Hard to ever get a perfect ten. So I'm gonna go a nine. I think that's the first unanimous result. Yeah. Too. It's, it's like it's ever. fruit. It's yeah. fucking tasty. It's, dude. it's really good. Yeah. So like for for those listening, if you want to know the recipe that we followed uh, for this user's submission, we did. Uh, like obviously we eyeballed it, but basically all you need is like white rum. You can go like Nusakana or we can go like Bacardi or something like that. We, uh, went we also Bacardi. Yeah, yeah. We also mix a little bit of just leftover residual vodka in there, but you don't need to because some of it I made without it. They're just a handful of strawberries, um, a little bit of like sugar syrup, ice, and you meant to you you meant to ice. use lime juice, but uh, we only had lemon juice, so we just had that. Mm. If you're hearing a vehicle right now, someone's got a turbo and they think they're very, they think their dick's massive. They have a massive yeah, cock. Like a small just dick syndrome. <laughs> Imagine so the size of that penis. Map, I doubt you are, but hey, just babe. in case. No, see my engine? But yeah, you're, no, honestly. What? <laughs> wait, what did you say? You seen my engine? Because they're making up for the small D. Ah, okay. Yeah. Is what that entails. Brilliant. Uh, All right, so SP. moving on, final round. Yeah, no, so wait, wait, unanimous so nine. It was a nine. Easy yep. nine for uh, taste. Yeah, it was good. Moving on to Muntness. Lennon, how are you feeling tonight? It sneaks up in your but it wouldn't. it's not as strong, in my opinion, as... Um, it doesn't hit you as hard as like, the Divas or the... Um, the fats. Mm. So I'd probably say on average I'd say it's I'd just say a flat seven for me. Flat seven. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, okay. Cool. I'm, I'm gonna I obviously wasn't here for the last two that you mentioned, but um I'm gonna <laughs> but, <laughs> that's okay. It's a fair call. Yeah, yeah. sorry guys. Does that indicate it's <laughs> it does not. Oh. It does not. I'm gonna compare it to last weekend's activities. Um, ooh, ooh, which yep. puts this at about a six. Okay, six. Wow. Okay. So, Jesus Christ, what happened last weekend? Last weekend was fucked up. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll I'll chase that with a seven. Like I'm pretty good, but I'm not as good as last weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna go a seven too. It's a very pleasant. It's a very pleasant drunk because it's so nice right, to drink. So we're at a six point seven five. It doesn't get you blind should, at all. Should we just round up and say seven? <laughs> yep. So seven. overall, oh, so, I've, numbers only. so I've added it up, added the median or is it median? Oh, do I have to draw now? The median, yeah, yeah, yeah. is so the average. It's Shit. a seven overall. Seven. Seven overall. Okay, yeah. so we're, we're up here. Wait, so same what was the, last weekend? The yeah, Divas. Wait, is this the same as the Divas? It's the same as Divas. No fucking way. Do we want to vote again? No, you nah. guys have. We've, we've made the decision. <laughs> but I reckon, I reckon what happened is Davis is such good value. Yeah. Davis wins value. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. value dollars. It's, yeah. But this is so fucking tasty, dude. Uh, and see, that's and the Divas thing. Davis just isn't. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, that's why the quest for the best, it really digs out the best value because we, we cover Fuck. everything. I keep hitting the mic. <laughs> I'm so your sorry. Your Davis and your daiquiris get on equal levels for different reasons. Which is unbelievable. And that's how, that's how say, we roll. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Big wow. That's wow. a wow. <laughs> Wow. So we should get the final victory shot. Lennon, should you pass that over to Curtin? 
Oh, are we I've, already, I've already. What do you mean, pass it over? Already to him? I've already given it to him. He's been holding on. I've to been it holding. I've minutes. drawn on this. Yeah, it's mine now. You've done well. But one thing I will say, Curtin, before we like let you go, mm. age, <laughs> thanks. Age old question: Canon or Nikon? <laughs> God damn! Nah, straight up Canon. Yeah, for days. Nikon's Cannon. for pussies. Boom. Nikon's for fucking pussies. All right, guys. If you shoot on Nick, no, if you shoot on Nikon. I'll one v one you. Yeah, oh, yeah. deadly. No, shipment tonight. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all right. Excellent. One v one you fats. Don't <laughs> shit your pants. All right, brilliant. So we've got a seven for the strawberry daiquiris. We've oh, got curtains only. With your knee here. If you want to follow curtains only fans, you'll find out how he spread the coronavirus, <laughs> and you can get a one v one shipment. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. My name's Caleb. Anyone else got to sign off? Just quickly, curtain. How do we find you? Okay, so my name's Curtin, which is an extraordinarily weird name. I don't know anyone else with that name. So my Instagram is actually at Curtin, at C-U-R-D-I-N. Find me there. Don't find me there. Whatever you want. Do you have a website? Curtin.com.au. Yeah. No, we don't talk about that one. Wait, what is it? Sorry, guys. Curtin. Curtin.com.au. Nice. Nice. Big stars. Stars. The the only fans you actually have to message me and ask. So ah, so it's private invite it's, only. It's wow. a private only fans. to get on. That's, That's cool. hot. Yeah, yeah That's it is hot. hot. Nice. All right, guys. So anyway, thank you for listening to our podcast, KFC. Please sponsor us. And again, well, thank you for listening to the quest for the best and the LBMT party. We'll see you in the next fortnight. And uh, yeah, that's it. Have Thanks. a good one. Bye. Yeah. See you on the flip side. <laughs>